RBL stands for Read It, Believe It, Live It. And our mission is to equip and inspire women to read the Bible, believe the Bible, and then go out and actually live the Bible. This is the RBL Podcast by RBL Ministries. Welcome to the RBL Podcast. My name is Abby and I am the owner of RBL Ministries. And I am so excited that you have joined us for this podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about how the things we entertain ourselves with can directly affect our relationship with the Lord and um, our ability to be used by the Lord. And this is not necessarily an easy conversation. It's not even easy for me to talk about because it's something I still struggle with on a daily basis. But it's very relevant to the life of a Christian because our culture is filled with so many different outlets of entertainment. And so many different types of entertainment are considered trendy or everybody else is doing it. And it's just so easy to entertain ourselves with things that don't actually honor the Lord and aren't actually growing us closer to God. And um, it's kind of like when you actually stop and you think about it as a Christian. It's like, why in the world would I want to entertain myself with things that are not going to lead me closer to the Lord? Like there is no use. If my purpose as a Christian is to know God and make God known, like that is the purpose of my entire life, then why would I allow myself to be entertained by things that aren't going to increase that mission, that aren't going to draw me closer to the Lord? They're just completely useless wastes of my time. And when I stand before the Lord one day, being held accountable for my actions, what am I going to say when I say, yeah, I entertained and spent time, uh, listening or watching or reading or doing these things that actually don't honor you. And it's like, why would you want to make light of the things that hung Jesus on the cross by entertaining yourself with them? And that's not easy to say because I struggle with it. And so many Christians do, and it's just so easy to fall into that. And so we're going to dive into scripture, and we're going to look at how the things we entertain ourselves with directly affect our relationship with the Lord. And then we're going to talk about how we can uh, kind of get away from those things and begin filling ourselves with things of the Lord that are going to draw us closer to the Lord. And so the first verse I want to read to kind of frame our entire conversation um, first two or three verses actually it's ephesians 4 verses 1 through 3 it says i therefore the prisoner of the lord beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called with all lowliness and gentleness with long suffering bearing with one another in love endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace and so i want this to mark our conversation that we as christians are called to walk worthy of the calling in which we have in Christ. Like our calling as Christians is to know God and make God known. And we are called to walk worthy of that, to walk in that. So how can we go about doing that in every single aspect of our lives and in the way that we entertain ourselves? That's what we're going to be talking about. Before we start the conversation about how, you know, we need to be careful what we're entertaining ourselves with, I first want to make it clear that God uh, created so many different things for us to find joy in them. I think about like relationships. Um, He created us with a desire uh, to not be alone, to be with other people, to find community and joy in fellowship. 
Um, He created absolutely gorgeous creation, like mountains and stars and oceans for us to just like revel in the beauty of his creation and to find joy in those things. And he created us um, with all of these different abilities. And some of us have passions for creativity and passions for, for music and all of these different things. And those are things that God has given us that we are allowed to enjoy. Uh, James 1 verse 17 says, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Like he created all of these good, perfect gifts for us to truly enjoy. And so God is not against us having fun. He's not against enjoyment. But what is very important to understand is he is against it when it does not honor him. When it is not something that we can turn back into worshiping him and being like, God, thank you so much for this ability. Thank you so much for this thing that I find rest in and that I find joy in. God has given us these emotions and this ability to find joy and peace and rest in things. But we have to steward that well and make sure that we are honoring him with those things and that it is not sinful because at that point it's wrong and it's not going to lead us closer to him. So first we need to understand that there is a spiritual battle taking place in our minds. And if you listen to our podcast on purity, we talk about this spiritual battle a little bit more in that podcast. Um, But it is this spiritual battle and the Bible describes it as this battle between the flesh and the spirit. And when the Bible is referring to the flesh, it's talking about um, us apart from God, like our desires, our human nature, the things that we want to do apart from the spirit of God living within us. And so it's like this human nature, which we know is filled with sin. So when it's talking about the flesh, it's talking about our sinful desires as humans. And then when it talks about the spirit, it's talking about the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit filling us and changing our desires. And so in the Bible, there's so many verses, especially in Paul's letters, that talk about the flesh and the spirit and how they are constantly at war with each other. And how as Christians, we are having to uh, lay down our fleshly desires our sin nature to follow the Lord and to walk in the spirit. And so we're going to read just a few verses about how there is this spiritual battle taking place constantly between the flesh and the spirit. First, I'm going to read Romans chapter eight, verse five through six. It says, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And so this emphasizes the idea that uh, we can live according to the flesh or according to the spirit. And if we live according to the flesh, it says we are setting our minds on the things of the flesh. And, And take note of the fact it is directly talking about our minds. Like if you are living according to the flesh, you are setting your mind on the things of the flesh. But if you are living according to the spirit, you're setting your mind on the things of the spirit. And so it's kind of like the mind is this battleground between the flesh and the spirit. And what we allow into our mind directly affects whether we are walking in the flesh or we are walking in the spirit. And then it talks about to be carnally minded is death. To be fleshly minded is death. But to be spiritually minded, that's where you're going to find life and peace. So if you truly want to be filled with peace and life, like think about how joyful um, that word life is. 
Like think about the emphasis of like joy in life, true life. If you want to find that true life and that true peace, then you need to be spiritually minded. But if you're filling your mind with uh, things of the flesh and with trash, basically, you're going to be fleshly minded and you're not going to have life or peace in that. Colossians 3 verse 5 says, Therefore put to death your members which are on the earth, fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. This is talking about putting to death these fleshly things. And then it goes through and kind of lists some of them. That we need to, as Christians, we are called to put to death those things. 1 Peter 5, 8 says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Satan knows that we love to be entertained. And so he comes into the different forms of entertainment, and he uses that to draw our mind into the flesh and out of the spirit. And he is vigilant. He is an adversary. He walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And he's sneaky about it. He knows the weaknesses of man because he's been in this game a very long time. And he knows how to uh, attack us. And, and a lot of times it is through entertainment because we make it so casual and we justify it. Galatians 6 verses 7 through 9 says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that will he also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. This verse directly explains what we've been talking about. That if you sow according to the flesh, you are going to reap according to the flesh. That if you are putting things in your mind that are according to the flesh, okay, these, these desires, these sin things, if you're putting those things in your mind according to the flesh, you're going to reap those things. But if you uh, put in your mind the things of, according to the Spirit, the things of God, you're going to reap everlasting life, satisfaction and peace and true joy and true meaning through everlasting life. And then it says, do not grow weary. It's like, it's like this cry of like, I know how hard it is, but do not grow weary because it's worth it. Because it's worth it. And so I just wanted to read those verses to kind of frame our conversation and help you understand that the things you put in your mind, even if you think it's so insignificant, the things you put in your mind directly affect your ability to live according to the Lord which directly affects your relationship to the Lord and directly affects your ability to do the things he calls you to. And I think it's important to understand when I say it directly affects your relationship with the Lord. I do not mean that you can lose your salvation once you are saved, um, but I do mean that it directs our fellowship with the Lord. It's kind of like if a child disobeys their father and does something that uh, their father has told them not to do until they go and and apologize and make amends. uh, There may be a little bit of, of disconnect in that fellowship. They may not have as strong and as good fellowship because um, they're not walking in obedience. 
And it's the same way with our relationship to God. We cannot lose our salvation. That child is still the child of their father. Like that relationship is still there, but the fellowship is what may be broken. And it's the same way in our relationship to the Lord. We cannot lose our salvation. We are a a child of God once we are saved and we are heaven bound and that will not change. But our relationship with him, our fellowship with him to reap the benefits of the spirit can be affected by the way we live our life. And it can be affected by the things that we allow into our minds and whether we're walking in obedience to God. Because there is a battle taking place in your mind. And what you feed your mind, what you allow in, is what you're going to produce. It's why I've said in so many of my podcast episodes that as you seek the things of God, the character of God is produced in your life. Because as you seek these spiritual things, you begin to reap spiritual things. And you begin to see God's character of goodness and joy and holiness be produced in your life. But the contrary is true, that if you begin to seek the things of this world, the things of this world will be produced in your life. And oftentimes, the easiest area as Christians for Satan to win in that battle is when it comes to entertainment. At least that's what I've seen in my own life. And it seems to be something that's so just like constant in our culture. And so we need to be careful what we are entertaining ourselves with because it directly affects our ability to live according to the Spirit. We are called as Christians to steward our minds well. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 through 5 says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down Arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. I love this verse because it talks about the battle that's taking place in our minds and how we can win that battle by taking captive our thoughts and demanding their obedience to Christ. Because through the power of the Holy Spirit, through the power of Christ, the might of God We can pull down these strongholds in our own mind and say, no, my thoughts have to align with God's will. They have to be obedient according to God. And we have the strength to do that through the power of his Holy Spirit. As we seek the Lord, the things of God are produced in our lives. The spirit of God is in our lives and we're able to do that. And so we have this ability as Christians to take captive our thoughts unto the obedience of Christ. But how in the world are we going to take captive our thoughts if what we are putting into our mind is not of God? That's not taking captive our thoughts. If you are listening or reading or watching or doing whatever verb you want to put in, the things that are not honoring the Lord, the things of the flesh, the things that are actually sinful, how in the world are you going to take captive your thoughts into the obedience of Christ? You're just making that battle so much harder on yourself. We talk about this in our purity podcast in relation to, you know, the battle uh, for purity. And, and I definitely recommend if that's something you're struggling with, please go listen to the purity, con- the purity podcast to get a little more context around this. But if you're striving to wait until you're married before you have sex, but yet you're going to watch TV shows where sex before marriage is made so casual or read books that talks about it in graphic detail or listen to songs that are talking about it. How do you think that's going to help your battle? How are you going to take captive your thoughts if all you're filling your thoughts with are something that makes it casual 
something that belittles this amazing thing that God created. And that relates to every other aspect of our lives, not just purity. Like if you are fighting a spiritual battle and you are struggling with something, but yet you're going to fill your mind with entertainment that makes light of that thing, how are you going to fight that battle and take captive your thoughts? Romans 12, chapter chapter 12, verse 2 says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Renewing of your mind. Do not be conformed to this world. It's like, yes, this world is going to push this entertainment at you. The world makes these things so casual. The world truly does make light of the sins that hung Jesus on the cross. But we have not learned that in Christ. And in Christ, we are called to something so much higher. We are called to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. That we can then prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We renew our minds by rooting ourselves in the word of God and filling our minds with the things of God. And you're not going to look like the world when you do it. When you don't take part in this entertainment that makes light of the sins that hung Jesus on the cross, the world is going to look at you like you're crazy. And that's not easy at all because sometimes this stuff is trendy. There will be a new book that everybody is reading and it'll be so trendy, but yet it'll be filled with so much worldly things. And when you don't read it, it's going to make you stand out. You're going to look different. When you don't listen to that music, it's going to make you stand out. You're going to look different. You're going to be transformed. When you don't watch that show when you don't uh, say those words, when you don't do that thing, it's going to make you look different. But guess what? That is the proving what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. It's living it out in your life. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. This is like the filter by which, you know, we talked about taking captive our thoughts into the obedience of Christ. And this verse can go hand in hand with that. Of like, here is how you can filter what thoughts are into the obedience of Christ. Philippians 4 8 says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. True, honorable, just, pure, lovely, and commendable. That's the filter. That's the filter by which you decide. How can I take captive these thoughts? If it's not one of those things, then I need to take it captive unto the obedience of Christ. The Bible calls us, the way that we do this, kind of through that filter, is by setting our minds on Christ. Isaiah 26 verse 3 says, You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. So many people are searching for peace. So many people are searching for contentment and satisfaction and peace in this world. And the Bible tells us here that we will be in perfect peace. But the way that we do that is keeping our minds stayed on the Lord, trusting in him. That battleground takes place. It is our mind. Our mind is a battleground. And we can be in perfect peace when we set our mind on the Lord and on the things of God. Colossians 3 verse 2 says, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. This is referring to spiritual things. Set your mind on things above, spiritual things, heavenly things, things of the Lord. 
and not on things of the earth. That's pretty like straightforward. Ephesians, this one's a little bit longer, but so important. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 17 through 24. I'm going to read this and just, just try to listen. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk, in the futility of their mind. Okay, when it's talking about the rest of the Gentiles walk, that's talking about um, as a Christian the way the rest of the world walks. In the futility of their mind having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling have given themselves over to lewdness to work all uncleanness with greediness. But you have not so learned Christ. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your formal conduct, the old man, which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. This verse basically talks about before you knew God, you walked as the rest of the world, and that the rest of the world, their their understanding was darkened, They were alienated from the life of God. They were separate from the life that is in God. This satisfying, peaceful life that is in God. Because of the ignorance that is in them. Because of the blindness of their heart. Because of the wickedness in them. That they gave themselves over to all this uncleanliness and greediness. Like that is what was blinding their heart. They were giving themselves over to all of these greedy, unclean things. And then it says, but you have not so learned so in Christ. And then it says, if you've been taught by him, if you know him, basically if you are walking in him and you are a Christian, that you put off the old man, put off that old stuff, no longer participate in that. You are different. You are called out. You are separated from the world, called to walk in obedience to Christ. That means you're going to look different. That is no longer who you are. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. The spirit of your mind. The battleground of this spiritual battle. And that you put on the new man which is created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. That is what you are called to. True righteousness and holiness. A new creation in Christ. No longer called to entertain yourself with these things that hung Jesus on the cross. So how do we practically apply this how can we practically say okay i know as a christian now that my battle my mind is a battleground between the flesh and the spirit and that as a christian i am called to steward my mind well i'm called to set my mind on christ i'm no longer called to live the way i used to live without christ like i am going to be different so how can i practically actually do this what does that look like Well, I'm just going to share with you what that has looked like in my own life. And this is something that as you seek the Lord, I think he will make clear to you. And as you pray and say, God, I want to be more like you. I want to walk like you walked. I want to honor you with my mind. I want to know you and be used by you. And then as you read the word of God, I think he is going to reveal to you, hey, these things are not honoring me in your life and you need to get rid of them. 
But I'm just going to share some of the things in my life of how I've been able to practically do this. One thing that I do is I would say I listen to Christian music like 95% of the time. And if it's not Christian music, then it's music that is not discussing things that are sinful. Um, So that may mean that it's like, I don't know, a sweet love song that Uh, you know, my husband and I danced to at our first dance at our wedding. Like, that's just an example. Something that's not actually uh, talking about sin and making light of the things that hung Jesus on the cross. But 95% of the time, I just listen to Christian music because we are made to worship the Lord and our praise is a way in which we can worship Him. And so I want all of my praise to go towards the Lord. And that was hard for me. Um, But what I did is I kind of made, like, challenged myself. I guess I was in middle school at the time. I challenged myself to just listen to Christian music for, like, a month. Nothing else but Christian music. And after that month was over, and I would, like, then go back to maybe listening to the music I listened to before, I was like, oh, my goodness. It made such a difference in my life because I realized this music that I was putting into my mind was actually dragging me down. It was causing me to have thoughts that weren't pure that couldn't be filtered through that Philippians 4, 8 verse. I wasn't taking captive my thoughts. And even though it was the music everyone else was listening to, and it was like, oh, it's not a big deal. After 30 days of not listening to it and just listening to worship and allowing my thoughts to be on the Lord through that worship, I realized what a difference it actually made. And I just had no desire to go back to the old music. And so uh, that's a big way we can fill our minds and we have this opportunity to constantly be filling our minds with the things of the Lord. And I think that's such a beautiful, beautiful opportunity to do through music. Uh, Another thing is to take account of what you watch and read. And this one is not easy because it is truly entertainment. And there's so many shows that everybody's like, oh, watch this. And I'm like, I think I would absolutely love this show. But I stop myself even if it's trendy, even if everyone I know is watching it, uh, if I start watching it and then I realize that it is not talking about or doing things that honor the Lord, then it's really hard for me, but sometimes I have to say, I cannot watch this. I've got to put this away because it's filling my mind with things that are going to affect my relationship with the Lord. It's going to affect my ability to draw closer to the Lord, especially if it's something that's making light of the sins that I am directly struggling with. I don't want to fill my mind with that. Um, Another thing is to surround yourself with like-minded people. Uh, If you are around people who, who constantly are entertaining themselves with these things that make light of the sins that hung Jesus on the cross, and they're constantly like, watch this show, let's talk about it, read this book, even though it's filled with all of this trash, read this book and let's talk about it. If you're constantly around people like that, They're going to try to influence you to do the things they're doing to entertain yourself with the things that they're entertaining themselves with. And it's going to be very hard to not participate in those things because you want to fit in. You want to have those conversations. But if you can find community that understand the value in what you put into your mind and they're going to hold you accountable and they're going to say, yeah, I don't watch that show either because I know that it's not going to help me follow the Lord. Or they're going to hold you accountable. Like if you say, yeah, I've been watching this show. And they're like, uh, you might not want to do that. Like if you can surround yourself with people like that, it's going to make the battle so much easier. Because you're not going to feel left out. You're not going to feel like you're missing out. You're going to be walking with these people who also want to honor the Lord. Um, and then the, the last one I wrote down is to not be so obsessed with the trends that you aren't willing to uh, sacrifice in order to follow the Lord. 
because sometimes it's super trendy. Like I said, there will be a book that everybody and their brother is reading and talking about and you'll want to read it. But you'll know that it has things in it that don't honor the Lord. And so you'll say no, because I'm not going to fill my mind with the things uh, that are sinful. And I'm not going to make light and quite literally entertain myself with the sins that hung Jesus on the cross. And that's not going to be easy. That's going to be a sacrifice because everyone else around you may be doing it. And you're going to have to say, no, I am called to walk worthy of this calling. And it may be a book, it may be a show, it may be music, um, whatever, whatever you struggle with in that area. But I want, I want to encourage you that when you do put aside these things and you fill your mind with the things of God, you spend time in the Word of God, you get in that community and you have fellowship with people that love the Lord, and you begin to honor the Lord with these little aspects of your life, like what you're entertaining yourself with, it truly makes a huge difference. And slowly over time, your desire begins to change. And you no longer even have a desire for those things because you know that they don't honor the Lord. And you want Christ. Like you desire Christ more than you desire to be entertained. And so I just want to encourage you in that. Let's not make light of the sins that hung Jesus on the cross. Instead, let's follow the Lord. Let's honor the Lord. Let's walk worthy of this calling. And in that, we find perfect peace. We find satisfaction. We find life abundant. And we get to live according to God in a relationship with him. I hope that this was encouraging to you. I want to read one last verse in closing. It's Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. It says, Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Thank you so much for listening to the RBL Ministries podcast. If you would like to connect with us more, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Pinterest at RBL Ministries. You can also find more resources like Bible studies, Bible study notepads, conversation starters, blog posts, and community at rblministries.com. We drop new episodes every single Wednesday. And we're so excited to have you in the RBL community.